I believe our very lives are a matter of stewardship. The way that we use what we have matters to the one who made us. He intended for us to manage this life and all that comes with it. This is a podcast to connect the dots of all the ways we manage the substance of our lives, from heart work to housework, from relationships to identity, from purpose to desires, wellness, creativity, and everything that makes up our lives. This is a sisterhood centered on Christ. On this podcast, I'll be sharing thoughts and transparent talks on what God is teaching me as I wear these different hats and manage various things just like you do, only differently in my own style for his glory. Listen in. Welcome to episode 50 of the Style and Stewardship Podcast. I can't believe I'm on episode 50, but please keep in mind, (laughs) I also have like 30 or 40 drafts that I've never published and probably they they probably will never be published because (laughs) some of them I got a little too personal on and um, some of them when I listen to them, I'm like, I'm in a completely different place now. (laughs) Thank God for growth, right? So anyways, last episode, I talked about managing what matters most And on this episode, I wanted to talk about investing in what matters most. And we can talk about, you know, you know, when it comes to investing, obviously, the the thing that pops up immediately is probably money, um, which that's important. But investing in things that grow in different ways, where there's a different ROI. So that is with our time and with our relationships. Now, in the last episode, I spoke about episode 49. I spoke about, you know, managing what matters most and having your house in order, because I think that that's extremely important. And I know that God cares about that. And in that same vein, I wanted to talk about investing um, spiritually investing relationally because those things will impact our lives and the lives that we live outside of our homes every single day and those things actually turn into part of our witness in the rest of this world you know and i just so one of the things a couple of episodes i keep saying a couple of episodes <laughs> i guess because of god's just had me in this place right now and it's about you know doing the right things, being consistent in the right things, because being consistent for consistent sake is, it's cool, but it's not as great as being consistent in the right things, the things that really matter, Um, because we can consistently do bad things too, right? So one of the the episodes was when I was talking about um, being founded on the rock, and that that's basically investing you know we're investing our lives in the fact that we are children of god and that we are saved by grace through faith in jesus christ and that's a big deal but as we start and we go along our journey different things can get our attention different things can test us and or distract us in our walk with god And we all go through growing pains in different seasons and God's constantly teaching us something, which is why this podcast even exists, because God is always teaching me something. And I just, 
I have to share it. <laughs> One of the things that um, I, I definitely want to share right off top is investing in our spiritual um, lives. You know, we know that these bodies aren't going to be around forever. We know that this is not our final home. This isn't our resting place. And we know we will spend eternity with Jesus if we have accepted him as our Lord and Savior. Um, And I just, I have been in this place of kind of fighting just inward battles of just getting, you know, growing deeper in my faith and growing deeper in my walk with God and growing deeper in my relationship with my husband and with my son. And I can honestly tell you to grow in anything that matters takes sacrifice and it takes a type of resilience and fortitude and endurance really that you don't have and that I don't have apart from the Holy Spirit and I'm like dead serious because we can have the best planner in the world <laughs> um, and trust me I have a literal stack of them but I also journal a lot I just I have a lot of I have a lot of books okay um, I have a problem I really do um, but we can't have the relationships that we desire or the relationships that God desires us to have without God you know, and it's crazy to think about. It's And I'm probably saying the most obvious thing in the world. But we can't do life the way God would have us do it. And we can't have relationships the way God would want us to if we are not stewarding our relationship with him first. And this is easy to sidestep and this is easy to walk around, but... One of the things that God laid on my heart was, you know, do you fight? You know, do you fight to have that time with me? Or is it that, you know, checking a box? And there are some days where I am, I'm just checking a box. And there's a caveat to this. If you are just checking the box, meaning you are making sure to read your Bible every day, I also believe this very strongly. God's word will do what God's word sets out to do. So read your Bible, even when you don't feel it, even when you feel like you're not getting anything quote unquote from it, God's word is a living word and it is doing something. But what I'm talking about specifically is my heart motivation. And sometimes it's not in the right place. And it's this reminder of, you know, our flesh, you know, that, that, human side of us that really wants what we want and we want to you know hop out of bed and get our cup of coffee or hop out of bed and go to the gym or hop you know these things that we have decided are important and we have decided are priorities guess what those were decisions those were decisions that we made to put something in front of something else Or when we decided to do something, we didn't put, our heart was nowhere in it. We just did it just to go through the motions. And there have been times, especially when I'm fatigued and when I'm tired, um, like right now we are in a a season, (laughs) um, my husband and I, where we are tired, we are exhausted. And 
we still don't, we, we can't sidestep investing in our relationship with one another and with God and with our little boy. So one of the things that I did, you know, there, there's this saying that, you know, if it, like, if it costs you money or if it costs you something, you care about it more. And I think it's true. So one of the things, and this is just a practice, like a real life practical way that you can be intentional and invest in your relationship with God. Obviously, it's praying. Obviously, it's reading your word. But if you've been reading your word for years um, and you are, you know, you're, you're, you have this daily habit of reading your word, that is awesome. What's next? You know, in real life, we set all of these goals where, you know, if we work out, we want to see more muscle. We want to see more definition. We rarely get to the point where we are just straight up satisfied, you know, and and, and I don't mean satisfied in the sense of, you know, like we're never content. But I do mean that, you know, God has placed something in us where we're always moving forward. We're always trying to innovate or we're always trying to get better or grow deeper in so many other things. And we invest that time and that energy and the sacrifice involved to do those things. A sacrifice might be, you know, my husband, you can listen to that episode on, I think some stewardship from a different perspective. And that's the one where I basically interviewed my husband and he is passionate about working out. Um, and you know, he's, it shows. (laughs) And he, you know, he make, you know, he made a comment that, you know, sometimes he makes sh- he's more apt to make sure he gets a workout in than make making sure that he spent a lot of time or m- more time than he has been instead of just like kind of, you know, just squeezing in reading his Bible before he goes to the gym, which is still a great thing. Don't get me wrong. But when's the last time that we looked at how much we're investing in our relationship with God and, and getting closer to him and getting deeper with him. We were watching a sermon this past Sunday and, um, it was just, it was amazing. And it was about, you know, the pastor mentioned Enoch that he walked with God and that he was not because God took him because he walked that closely with God that God was basically like, you know, like, just come on. <laughs> like, it's like, he's just, he didn't even have to die <laughs> to go to heaven. Like he was, and he made the joke that, you know, he was the first one to ever be raptured. And I thought it was, you know, we laughed, but we looked at each other. Like that's how much he walked with God. And he also spoke about Noah and talking about the hunt it took him over a hundred years to to build the ark you know we can read that that passage and and you know we read it in passing kind of he said it, it turned into like the storybook where you know there's rainbows and and you know Noah you see all the animals two by two and um you know we look at this picture of Noah's ark and we think of he said how did we turn this thing into some sort of fairy tale um when it was a day of judgment and again me and my husband looked at each other like yo (laughs) but it was a it was a day of judgment I mean think about it these were the only people that were 
going to live in the rest of the world was judged with a flood. And he made the comment that, you know, Noah was the first preacher, you know, he's out there, you know, he said, I'm pretty sure people are like, why are you even building this boat? At that time, many scholars say it hadn't even rained yet. And I just, I can go into the whole thing and and basically repeat the sermon, but I won't do that. The point that I'm getting to is these people with everything going on in their lives. I mean, they did a lot more physical, you know, yeah, we have technology and we have all this other stuff, but it's almost like we, we forget that every human being that's been on the face of the earth has had to work or do something and their time was consumed by doing whatever that thing was, whether it was shearing sheep (laughs) or shepherding sheep or, um, you know, planting or doing all the hard, laborious work of tilling the ground without all the modern equipment that we have now. We lose track and we lose sight of they were just as busy as we are. I would I would actually beg to say they were more busy than we actually are. And that may sound crazy, but with all of our modern advances, think about how much time we use, you know, surfing the the web. Do we even call it that anymore? <laughs> Um, but how much time we spend on our phones, like you can download an app right now and, and it'll tell you how many times you pick your phone up a day or how long you spend on the different apps that you're on. Trust me, we have a lot more time, quote unquote, than people did back in the day that had to do physical labor just to get something as simple as water. All right. Okay. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so My point in saying all of that is we can make excuses or we can say that we're busy, but what we're really doing is saying this thing over here is more important than investing this time into my relationship with God or growing deeper in my relationship with God. And just as it was a choice for Enoch to walk that closely with God, that God took him and it was just that important for Noah to probably sacrifice every hour of every day. Um, They didn't have any like (laughs) lumber, like plants. They didn't have people, you know, bringing in sheetrock. Like it's hard to even imagine, you know, that they, that he built this. They said it's the, it was the length of five football fields and four stories tall. Like, it's kind of hard to imagine that. Um, and I don't know about you, but I'm not building anything like that. I'm not, <laughs> you know, um, talk about master carpentry, right? But he sacrificed whatever his day or what he may have wanted to do. I'm just obviously I'm assuming these things because scripture doesn't say But I would have to also assume that he probably had plenty of excuses, just like we sometimes make, but he didn't. He got the work done. And because of that, um, and because of how closely he walked with God, God chose him to begin with. And he saw him. He saw that his heart was right before him and he saved him and some of his family members. So what does that look like for you and me? What does that look like for our everyday lives? And what I believe that is, is, you know, we have to sacrifice entertainment to spend time with God. We have to, you know, make God a part of our lives. 
And scripture talks about praying and that we're supposed to pray without ceasing, that we're never supposed to stop because we're supposed to be in this. Um, and this doesn't mean you're on your knees all day long, you know, and you're praying, which that would be awesome. Um, but, you know, I'm talking about, you know, praying is just our thoughts towards God, you know, and our, you know, he can hear every single thing that's on our hearts and taking that time that we need to and acknowledging God like every step of our day. Like, what would that look like? This is something I'm asking myself as well. So some of the things that I started doing to invest more in my time with God so that it's richer is I bought a new study Bible and I made sure I got one that cost, you know, a good little bit because I wanted to prove to myself that instead of spending this money on, you know, whatever, some random thing that I would spend this time and invest in my relationship with God. And for you, it may be something completely different for you. It might be setting your alarm clock earlier uh, so that you're able to spend that time and that intentional time um, in devotional time with God and devoting that time to him. Um, so that's just one way I think that we can do that. It could be, you know, fasting is, you know, you can fast from food, obviously, but fasting, you know, sometimes fasting for me is removing apps off, removing apps from my phone for a time that I am like, I'm really into, like, (laughs) I really like Pinterest. (laughs) Um, I like YouTube and I like, you know, as far as TV shows, I I watch very few um, when, you know, so that can just be an example. But, you know, I don't think that we can grow in our relationship with God by doing the same thing day in and day out without putting in any additional effort is my point. I'm talking to you and I'm talking to me too. (laughs) So that is as far as our relationship with God and and growing deeper and, and going deeper And that can be setting, I think what else is really important is setting our hearts toward him. And for, you know, for you and for me, that may look completely different. The other day it was, I told myself I wasn't going to listen to any podcasts or, you know, listen to any interviews or, you know, read that I was going to just play worship music, you know, um, and color with my son. And then when I started cooking dinner, I turned on, you know, a sermon and it was just like surrounding myself with the word of God and God's, you know, God, God knows where our hearts are. And sometimes we need to do things to get our hearts in check, in my opinion. Well, I know I do. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was relationships, being intentional and investing in our relationships. This one right here is kind of hard to do. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the first one was hard to do, too, (laughs) Um, because this flesh, you know, we want what we want and we'd rather do what what feels comfortable and that doesn't take a lot of effort and that doesn't cause any sort of discomfort or pain. Um, And that is our relationships with our family members, our relationships with those that are underneath our roof. And that we see on a daily basis. So 
carving out time to intentionally spend with our loved ones. And I would say this is very similar to our relationship with God, where we can just take it for granted and we can take for granted that we can pray and we take for granted that we have Bible, like we've got Bible apps, we've got Bible podcasts, we have um, like every translation you can think of to make things easier to digest. And it's easy to take things for granted that are super accessible, is my point. So the person that you live with, obviously, they're accessible. You see them, you know, and just as we can kind of let things get old or grow stale in our relationship and our walk with God, we can do the very same thing with people that live under our very own roof. And I am guilty of this. Um, my son, the other day, had to... He knew that even though I was, you know, hanging out with him, that I really wasn't there, that I was in the room, but I wasn't really present. He could tell because I would go and check my phone or I was looking at my watch or when I was coloring with him, I was easily distracted. And I kept finding, I'm not even lie. I, It's hard for me to sit still unless I'm doing something where I'm learning or I'm creating. It's really, really hard for me to just sit there. So I kept getting up. I'm like, oh, I need to take this out for dinner. Oh, and and he's five. And he's like, mommy, can you just sit down with me? And then it was, I picked up my phone several times. And he was like, mommy, can you put your phone down, please? And I was just like, oh my goodness, uh, so much conviction, <laughs> so much conviction. Um, and that's just one example. So I never want to, I never want you to hear me talk on this podcast like I have everything together or that the very things that I'm talking about aren't, aren't things I'm still in the middle of learning because I am. Most of the time I am. And I'm always transparent and I'm like, Man, why do I have to be this transparent? But hopefully it's encouraging and it helps someone out there just to hear another believer and how they are trying to steward their lives. Um, And when it comes to my relationship with my husband, we have to be very intentional. When you live with someone, you can easily take them for granted. Oh, they'll just be there. Oh, they'll just be there. But when you were dating, how, how did you spend time with them? You can wait to spend time with them. You know, you couldn't wait to hear something else about them. But when we feel like we know someone, just like when we feel like we've read our Bible hundreds of times from front to back, we feel like we know what's coming. And there's this anticipation that is lost, you know. And what's so funny is that we're never going to figure God out ever. And our um, relationship with our our husband, like seriously, we still grow as individuals. We still grow as people. And there are always new things to learn. If it's, if not about them, about your relationship. Um, I've learned so much being married and my, my relationship with my husband about God, you know, it's so crazy. I've learned so much, you know, being a mom, you know, and, and how God views us and how he's our heavenly father. Now that I'm a parent, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. 
You really don't want your kid to get in trouble because it sucks and you want to give them good things and you want, you know what I mean, to lavish things upon them and and buy them things. And when they act up, they tie your hands and you can't. Anyways, let's see. Side sidestep. But I'm still making the point that I'm making is that we can take for granted the relationships around us if we're not intentional about them. So how can we be intentional about our relationship with our our spouse or with our child or with, you know, someone you're a caregiver for, whoever's under your roof. And that is actually being present. Being present right there with them, not being scattered, not being all over the place, not looking for reasons to put the dishes up or look for, you know what I mean? It's like we're constantly going, 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 but I want to bust a myth real quick. And the fact of the matter is, is busyness is a choice. If we are busy, it is because we are choosing to be busy. I'm I'm serious. I've noticed, you know, and with all of our modern technology and all the different things that we have at our disposal, we should be using them as tools instead of allowing them to use us so that we can carve out time and actually have systems in place and the capacity to do the things that are actually necessary in our lives that have a greater ROI than anything else that is fleeting or failing or jobs that can go because the economy takes a hit or because we get some sort of virus or whatever. The things that last and the things that need the most consistent energy and time on are the things like our relationships, our relationships with our people and our relationship with our God. Seriously. And it's something that God is showing me is being in the moment more, being intentional, and then resting and creating space to rest, which may look like, which was really hard for me to do, which is, it's, it's funny, but we have a lot of, I haven't talked about this yet, but if you don't know, I'm, I'm a certified holistic nutritionist. And part of the reason why I did that is I got that certification is because we have a lot of food sensitivities and allergies and whatnot. And I make almost all of our food from scratch, including the snacks. I am not saying this to boast. I am tired. <laughs> I am saying this because we have to eat in such a way that it's hard to eat out. It's hard for me to go to a fast food place and get something and the next day not feel like someone punched my sinuses. <laughs> and, and, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. And scrape the inside of my my throat with a fork. But anyways, you didn't ask me for all of that. The reason why I'm saying that is because just so I could have more time with my family, I, I ordered takeout. And not only did I order takeout, I had it delivered. Which, if you know me, I, I'm frugal. <laughs> I'm frugal, especially when it comes to food, because nine times out of 10, I'm mad at what I ordered because someone didn't cook it a certain way or there's some ingredient in it. And I have to deal with the fact that something got cross contaminated with dairy. And now anyways, it's a whole seriously, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to bore you with all of those details. 
But I wanted to just say all of this because it's something that God has laid on my heart. It's something that I am in the thick of doing, which is growing deeper in my relationship with him, investing in my relationship with those that are under my roof and finding ways to use all the beautiful conveniences that we have in our, seriously, first world problems, right? In our lives to to benefit the relationships that I have as opposed to having them take away from those relationships. So investing in our relationships on purpose, seriously, there's always something that we can put aside in order to pour into or just be with those that we love so that here's the thing about love, love, people feel it. And when they feel like they are a, if they feel for any reason that they are a burden or an inconvenience, or you would rather be doing something else, it will show in our body language, in our tone, and it will show in, seriously, and and I realized this with my child, like he picks up on things that I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's almost like he can tell I'm irritated or I don't feel like doing something, you know? And that speaks volumes that he knows that. And when I look back and, I, you know, the memories that he's going to have of me as a mom or the memories that me and my husband are going to make with one another, I want those to be ones that have an amazing return on the, the the time invested. And I most certainly want my life and the things that I invest in in the kingdom of God to have an impact on the world around me, the people under my roof, whatever it is God's calling me to do. And everything that God's, you know, given me to steward, I want to do that well. I most certainly fail at it. And I am not perfect, but my goal is to steward all of these things well. So I just wanted to encourage you with those things. And I hope that it does just that. I hope it encourages you and or I hope it challenges you because I'm most certainly challenged to not quote unquote be better, but I want to do well. And... I want to hear well done by those that I love and that love me and by my father in heaven. So meaning my heavenly father, obviously. (laughs) So I'm just going to leave you with that until next time your life matters. What you do with it matters. So what will you steward well?